Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live an occupational life, an independent and functional life through the lens of an occupational therapist. We're here in season four, talking in a personal nature, things that I love, things that connect to me. Hopefully they connect to you as well with different ideas and gadgets and, and advice and the like that can make your life a little more functional, a little more occupational-based, or thinking in an occupational-based manner. I want to remind you that in two weeks or so, we're going to take our big winter hiatus. We try to take two two breaks or so, Belinader, throughout the season. We try to go from September to June, but with a little bit of breaks in the middle. Lahavda, like a regular show, does that and then comes back. And then, God willing, we'll be back. But stay with us. So we're talking the different For the Love series. We've talked a lot of different things, and God willing, we'll continue with other ones. But tonight, I want to talk about the idea of some sort of a game, some sort of an activity that was around when I was a kid, and that I could flip it in in my own head, how we could use it for our own kids, for other people's kids, or for kids you work with, or kids that you know. The idea being that of cards. Not just any cards, but cards in general. First of all, the card deck, the deck of cards is such a wonderful thing. It can be used to play different games with a spouse, with a friend, with kids. You could teach them different games and different activities to be involved with. There's so many different card games and there's so many different types of, of cards that could be involved. Not just playing a game like blackjack and poker and definitely not for money or for gambling or anything like that. It's That's going down a very bad path. No one should have to know from such things. But even just for fun, talking about games like Go Fish or games like War, different things we could teach our kids or teach each other and play with other people around us just for fun because so much time is nowadays spent on TV, is spent on movies but why not using board games or card games or, or games that involve those things and reading next to each other also, reading is a wonderful, wonderful thing and can't emphasize that enough but even the cards is a wonderful thing to do and they have so many different types of card games that I've found over the years for my wife and myself they had a game many years ago called Set, I actually couldn't play that one so well not so good at that one they have uh, different games that I've found also like Harry Potter related and we're big fans of that we we had other ones they have other themes and other characters and other movie or tv based ones and in general they're just good games that you can use with cards cards is very cool and you could you could even solitaire of course you could play also there's so many card games out there I can't even remember most of them but that's only a side point to think when you think of play you think of leisure for kids, it's very easy to think of what to do. But as adults, we don't think of what we use our time for playing leisure. You know, my favorite leisure thing really is sitting and reading next to my wife on a Friday night. That is the ultimate, the ultimate. Again, I have my snacks. We have our snacks. And I love sitting down, getting engrossed and meshed and lost in a really good novel. But even so, you know, we're not such video game fans. But different board games and different things are also good. And of course, we watch our stuff together, our shows together. But for adults, it's hard to think of what what we do. We also paint and and can draw and, and the like, things like that. But for especially for kids, cards is a really good element to be involved with. And when I was a kid, a big thing was to trade cards. Trading cards was a big one also. I was never a sports fan, never a sports person, never followed sports. I don't understand the appeal. It doesn't appeal to me. I know many people it does. I don't even play sports so much. But I always said, if, I, if, if I'm going to be involved in sports, I'm not going to watch someone else play it. I'll play it myself. That being said, I am not a good player. I'm not a softball or any of those. Really, Frisbee is my favorite, and that's not even the biggest sports out there. But Frisbee was a good one. But in general, they a lot of people trade trading cards. And, and for kids, it was much more prevalent back when I was a kid. 
back in the olden days when I was a kid, that was a big thing to change and trade trading cards of like baseball players or I don't know if they do football players, but that was it. You have Cal Ripken, I have this guy, I have that guy. I don't know anyone's names in sports. But that is the thing that people would collect cards. They would and Joe DiMaggio, they would collect all these different cards. And it's a great idea, wonderful. But the element involved it, it's that it's not it's not that there's any lasting value to it. I understand that people want to trade the cards and they could trade the cards, but what I found very cool what there are other different types of cards also. There's Pokemon, which relates to having different animals, and Yu-Gi-Oh! also relates to that. So for little kids, that's good. But what I really thought was very cool, at least in the Jewish way of life, in the Judaic realm, was there are Torah cards that I had when I was a kid. I actually did research on it just this week. And there's also Gedolim cards, which are basically cards where you trade the cards. It's the same concept. The guy who created it, I forget his name, but he thought that we're, so many people are into trading cards. Why not trade cards of people that are actually great saints and are great sages, people that actually teach so much we learn so much from? We could see people on the field. We can watch people on the field. But what value are we gaining from the fact that we hold the card in their hand, we have the card in their hand? But if you have a sage card, the Gedolim card, you're changing the card and you're exchanging them. I have Rabbi Saul Salanter in my hand and you have the Chavetz Chaim in your hand. These were two great sages who wrote many different works on how to live a moral life, an uplifting life, an ethical life. These are the kind of sages and they might even have phrases and could direct you to look at the works they had. Those are real cards to hold. And of course, from an OT perspective, I love the idea of the tactile holding the card placing the card, putting them into books or putting them into your safekeeping box wherever you want. And that's what... It is. So for myself we and my wife were thinking about maybe we could get these kind of trading cards for our kids because this will teach them to look up to these people, real role models, real sages out there over the years. So many people that made such an effect on Jewish history and history of the world at large. You know, even the New York Times or one of the great papers when the Chavis Chaim passed away did a eulogy for him, wrote a whole eulogy for him because he was a great leading sage, a Jewish sage, but a great sage of the time. Imagine holding that card in your hand instead of Cal Ripken Jr. What the difference could be Lahavdil between the two, one sage versus one one pro sport guy, Lahavdil. And also the idea of Torah cards. I actually looked into it. I found the creator, I actually called him this week, asking him if he still makes these cards. What would you say? I have a five and a half year old, a three and a half year old, a one and a half year old. What can I do? And he said, Maybe we should get you a starter set. Maybe we could get them just to look. And the idea of a Torah card, if you don't know, Torah is the is the Bible, it's the Jewish guidebook to life. There are seven commandments for non-Jews and there are 613 for Jewish people, but different ways, elements to be involved in a morally uplifting and ethical life. And for for the, the seven Noahide laws, that's for all of humanity. It's like to establish courts, not to kill, and to be involved in a moral life, different things like that. And for the Jewish people, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of intricate ones, but... In these Torah cards, in these Bible cards, if you will, the Torah cards, it shows different personalities from the Bible, different concepts in the Bible, and, and you could trade with someone else. You have to try to collect as many as you can. There were eight sets of like 55 cards each of different aspects of different characters and different people in the Bible, in the Torah. What a wonderful thing for a kid to collect. And they hold that card, that card on the back, it shows different verses, it shows different Talmudic sayings, 
different uh, midrashic sayings which are like explana- explanations explanations of the verse or things like that and if a kid holds that and can play with it not only from a tactile perspective is that amazing but it's a functional thing for the kid to be involved with it's a wonderful thing for the kid to be involved with because each card re- represents a different element of a spiritual life a moral life an ethical life an uplifting life so it's good for kids to be involved in card games but maybe we could find a way that it could be even more uplifting maybe if you want the kids to be involved in sports maybe find two good things that the kid that the guy did and write it on the back of your card or maybe if you're going to exchange a Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon find one attribute that you could talk about so Char- Charmander has fire fire's commit is is likened to passion and zeal we should have passion to do good in the world and that's represented Lahavdo by this character and um Squirtle is a is a water-based Pokemon water is known as as being involved in the whole world what could we do to affect the whole world to make the whole world a better place? If we're going to use trading cards, it should be in a functional manner, in a manner that's occupational, not just for the fun of it, but making our kids and ourselves better in the process. What better way to do that? Sitting down creatively thinking how to do so. And for myself, in our way, in our tradition, the Torah card really does that. The Gadolin card does, does that. But in general, for the love of cards, for the love of trading cards, for the love of playing cards, there's a way to take this play leisure activity and and uplift it, make it even more spiritual, even more awesome for our kids and for ourselves in different manners. Join us next time as we talk about For the Love of Series, touching on another topic here on Season 4, where we talk about the love of online shopping. You know I'm an Amazonaholic. We'll talk a little bit more about it, as I love Amazon and its capabilities, what it can do for us here on OT Talk with Mr. T. Blineder. And I'm your host, Mr. T.